Welcome to Stories Around the Campfire. This is Jim Painter, your host, and today I want to just talk about some good memories and fun memories I have about some of our camps that we had at our church for many, many years. We called it Wilderness Camp. This is in New Jersey, and I realize there's not nearly the amount of wilderness that I was used to in Colorado, but there were a lot of things that we could do. And so we did a lot of outdoor activities, different things, including canoeing, rappelling, hiking, swimming, kayaking, all sorts of different things like that. Some overnight camping. And there were many, 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 many good memories. One of the things that we did a lot for a number of years, we played a game at night that was called Communist and Christians. Now, I don't know if you know the game. It's very, very active. It's a great game if you have a fairly large number of people to play. You have to play it at night, and the teams are obviously communists and Christians. The communists get to have flashlights. The Christians do not get a flashlight. The object of the game is for the communists to capture all the Christians and put them in jail. And if they get all of them, then they win. The object for the Christians is to get every Christian to the church, which is hidden somewhere in the boundaries of the playing area. The church does have a flashlight, but of course you have to be careful. It's a tag game. Communists tag Christians and they have to escort them back to the jail. Christians can manage a jailbreak by going in and tagging Christians that are in the jail. So you get the idea. Kick the can, other games like that, kind of similar. Communists and Christians was the game of choice for many, many years. Lots of good fun, lots of funny memories. You have to remember where the boundaries are. You have to make sure that you put light or something where there may be picnic tables or something, because if not, you guessed it, someone is going to run into the picnic table at full run, and that always hurts. We were playing Communists and Christians one night at a campground up near the Delaware River, the Ralph Stover State Park area, and We had all the campers out and all the leaders, of course, are either helping play the game or marking the boundaries. And one of our helpers, Jessie, was a great girl. She was very diligent and always wanted to do well. So she was guarding the perimeter, making sure that campers were not going out of bounds in one area. And I happened to watch her as I was going along because I was also patrolling another area. And I suddenly saw her stop. And in her most firm voice, she said, I see you there. You need to get back here. You're out of bounds. And nothing moved. Nobody came. Jessie said again in her most firm voice, You are out of bounds. You are cheating. You can't be there. You need to come here right now. And still nothing. Well, I was still watching there. I wanted to see what was going on because I couldn't see anybody. 
And Jessie, again, one more time, and this time a very firm voice raised her voice some, which was unusual for her. And again, she declared, you are out of bounds. You need to come here right now, or I'm going to come get you. And nothing. And so I watch as Jessie marches firmly towards where she's talking and all of a sudden stops. She just hangs her head and kind of giggles and walks away. And I went over and looked, and what she had seen was a water pump that looked sort of like a person, and she'd been yelling at the water pump the whole time. I thought that was hilarious. That was the same night a friend of hers, Linda, was actually playing the game, and she was a Christian, so she didn't have a light, and she's running from some communists, and she sees what she thinks is a great place to hide. She starts running towards it, all of a sudden just disappears. And what it was, was a fairly large hole in the ground that she just disappeared into. Everybody stopped, made sure she was okay, and she was. But it was pretty funny to watch. Communists and Christians brought lots of fun and excitement, but there were other things that we did as well. In these camp, as we did the campouts, there were always different people with different personalities. I remember one kid, I'll call him Joe. He was about 10 years old, and he was it was the first time at camp, and everything's fine during the day, but as night begins to fall, he informs us that he has phobias. And we looked at each other, phobias, and we began to find out what he meant. He was terrified of everything that moved, especially in the dark. It didn't help that the bathroom that we used in this particular campground was maybe a 200-yard walk from where we were camping. And so, of course, all the campers getting ready for bed, they start going up there. And there's it's a nice bathroom, guy side, girl side, showers, everything even. And the boys go there and the girls go. And you know as well as I do that there are going to be somebody who wants to startle or scare people and they hide in the woods. And before I could even say anything, realizing that Joe was there and he had his phobias, he's marching up there, it's dark, and suddenly somebody jumps out and screams and yells at him and he jumps and he got back to the campground faster than you can imagine because he had phobias. Well, later that night, he suddenly gets up and he says, I can't sleep because I know there are aliens out there. <laughs> and we're looking at him and said, aliens? What do you mean? We don't see aliens. He said, yeah, I see them out there. And so we said, well, you're going to have to show us. So he walks out toward the edge of the woods and he starts pointing. And actually, it's kind of a phosphorescent kind of a moss something like that. And it's it's fairly common in the area. And at night, sometimes it does glow. And he's pointing, he says, see, there's aliens there. And it didn't help that there were fireflies like crazy in the area, blinking and flashing. He was an adventure, to say the least. I had another encounter with aliens. It was another camp, another place. It was a, with a group of sixth graders while I was teaching at Bethel Baptist Christian School. At the time, I was teaching Bible for them. And 
we had the sixth grade as a camp out. We went to a place and of course we tell stories and we also played communist and Christians. And there was one young guy, his name is Stephen. And Stephen was sort of like the macho guy of the whole grade. Like he was Mr. Outdoorsman, Mr. Tough Guy, everything that you can imagine with a sixth grade boy. We had been telling stories one night and I think there were some alien stories and ghost stories that came up. And the next night we're playing communist and Christians and he's out playing and I'm sitting by the fire. Again, I'm kind of watching the area, the parameters there. And all of a sudden, Stephen just comes running in and no kidding. He, he was almost white as a ghost. He was breathing hard. He said, Mr. Painter, Mr. Painter, I saw an alien. I said, what? He said, I saw an alien. I was out in the woods. I was playing and I was sneaking along and I saw an alien. I don't know what it was. And I didn't know what to think. I mean, this is Mr. Macho, Mr. Stephen. So I said, well, okay, I, I don't know what you saw, but I'll go with you out there. So we're walking out through the woods and you have to understand this guy is terrified. He's hanging behind me. He's still breathing hard. And suddenly around the corner, I see one of the teachers, Mrs. Morris, the nicest, kindest lady you'll ever know. She knew about Stephen. She knew about the aliens and she had on a blue raincoat pulled up over herself and a light underneath, a flashlight, kind of up against her face. And it did look eerie. It didn't look scary. And that was Stephen's alien. I thought it was hilarious. A lot of fun stories with the communists and Christians when you're camping out. Besides communists and Christians, one of the other things I remember about a lot of the wilderness camps that we did there in New Jersey, we did a lot of canoeing on the Wading River, the Oswego River, and it's a great place to learn how to canoe. Some of these young campers didn't know how to paddle a canoe at all, and so we tried to tell them, we tried to teach them how to paddle, how to do a J-stroke, how to even use the back paddle just kind of as a rudder, but many of them played the game bouncy bounce off the bank is what we called it because they just could not steer at all. And sometimes it took like an hour for them to go a mile on the stream. It was excruciating to watch, but the only way to learn is to keep doing it. So we would encourage them and say, keep trying. We'd show them again. And there were a lot of funny things that happened. I remember one time, couple of guys, Henry and Clint, they were high schoolers and they went ahead of everybody and they got into a place in the Pine Barrens. There's a lot of these bogs and they got down in the bog, covered themselves with this black mud and then just hid there right at a turn in one of the rivers there waiting to jump out and scare people. And they did. It was it was pretty frightening to see, to see these two mud people. I can't imagine how many leeches they had to pull off afterward. But it was it was pretty funny. We always had to watch out for thunderstorms and lightning storms in the summer. And of course we gave instruction to the campers what to do if a lightning storm came, you know, get off the river, pull the canoe out of the river 
get away from the canoes, find a good place to shelter down under either brush or, or a low tree or a bank or something like that and wait out the storm. And they did. We had to do that a number of times. I can remember a couple of times it was really a bad lightning and thunderstorm and there were people very fearful. We had kids scattered up and down the Wading River. I don't know how far, but they had all paid attention. They all listened. And of course, we had a lot of counselors to help out with them, but they got off the river, uh, got to be a safe place. One time we were on both the Oswego and the Wading River at the same time with two different camps, and we had campers everywhere, but all being safe and all came through things in the end very, very well. We did a lot of canoeing, some kayaking for many years, and it was one of the big, big adventures and highlights of the camp, the wilderness camp. It was a great time. A lot of fun things, a lot of good memories, teaching kids how to camp and enjoy the outdoors. It was really a special time. Some fun stories I thought you might enjoy as we share stories around the campfire. I'll see you again next time.